Check, 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 check. One, two. Hello, friends. Welcome once again to a Sunday kind of blog released on a Thursday because you know that's how we do. We like to break rules, I guess. Whose rules? No one's rules. Anyway, welcome. I'm so, so glad you're here. I'm so grateful that you listen. I'm so grateful that you spend time absorbing stuff that I have to offer. And um, yeah, yeah, let's settle in and, and, you know, hopefully the thing I'm offering today is of value to you. Uh, What I want to talk about today is the path to integration from the lens of the Enneagram. The path to integration. So one thing that I really love and enjoy about the Enneagram again is it's it has this dynamic nature to it, um, and it's di- it's this dynamic nature that makes it super applicable in all facets of our lives. It's been helpful to me in my business. It's been helpful to me as a professional, as a husband, as a parent. It's just very applicable, and. For those of you who are just joining me for the first time, I'm on this bit about the Enneagram for the last two, last few weeks. And the Enneagram is this model of human experience through a dynamic personality system. And from my training, it's based on the narrative tradition, which emphasizes focus on personal stories and shared experiences usually sort of in a panel setting. And it's this approach to the Enneagram that believes that wisdom comes from the collective. It is when we see ourselves in the other where we can start to awaken to our true selves. And through this framework, there are nine Enneagram types. And these types have their core motivations, fears, and desires. And the other thing that I was mentioning about the Enneagram is this path to integration. And in the narrative tradition, there's three pillars to that path to integration. And the three pillars are somatic, spiritual, and psychological. It's, it's built around those three pillars. And that to me is really groundbreaking in terms of a self-development system it's what sets it apart from anything else right Um, there's a lot of things available for us for improvement through the Enneagram through self-observation practices practical exercises for each type meditations movement exercises um, within the context of community so what do I mean by that right let's let's take my type for example I lead with a type seven, right? So understanding the psychological pattern of my type has been helpful for me to know what my limitations are and how I show up to people and um, 
what holds me back from intimacy and what holds me back from a sense of more peace and happiness and aliveness and freedom and ability to achieve things from a sense of ease and effortlessness, right? So this pattern, the psychological pattern that the Enneagram mirrors back to me is really helpful, right? So I know that as a type seven, what I've come to believe is that the world limits people, it frustrates them, and it causes them pain that can be avoided, right? This is within my psychological pattern as a type seven. And I learned that my sort of mechanism as a result of this belief is I learned to protect myself from limitations and pain by pursuing pleasurable activities and imagining all sorts of possible and fascinating options and possibilities for the future, right? And my attention is always on sort of these fascinating ideas and plans and options and the interconnections and interrelationships amongst all of these diverse areas and I like to sympathize and it's all about my what I want and um, you know I put my energy into enjoying experiencing life to its fullest so therefore I do everything I can to enjoy, to avoid pain and limitation and constraints and feelings boredom because I, I believe that at the core of it those things will help me will trap me in suffering and in pain and so understanding this this psychological pattern was really hard. It was really hard to like admit this to myself, like, oh yeah, this is my racket, right? And and it's that pillar, that psychological pillar that helps me approach the Enneagram in an honest way. And it also presents um, ways for me to work out of it, to work out myself out of that limitation. So there's the somatic component of the Enneagram. So for me, what that means is I know that I live in the head center. That is my center of intelligence, right? I know that this is where my gifts lie. This is where my strengths lie. You know, I'm inventive. I'm high energy. I'm optimistic. I love to vision and be helpful and imagine and have playfulness, right? And then there's all sorts of ways that I create possibilities through my head center, and, and so the work for me from a somatic lens, and when I say somatic, it's, it's sort of the, the body, really. It's, it's our relationship with the body. The body can only be in the present. It can't be in the past or the future. The body is always right here. So the somatic practice for me is coming back to the body, right? So the type 7 likes to go up and out, right? That's sort of where the energy for us goes. And when I've started to develop a practice where I go down and in, into my body, breathing into my heart, breathing deep into my belly, um, that practice has allowed me to um, ground, to become more grounded and notice my patterns more. I'm, I'm less unconscious about my patterns. And I can approach them with kindness and curiosity much better because... I've developed a somatic practice where I can be in the present moment, really. And that's honestly the, the ultimate goal of my development is to, to for, for my specific development as a type 7, um, the goal is to realize that life can be experienced fully 
by being more consciously present in the here and now. And I can support and sustain myself and others by just cultivating more and more this conscious presence. Right? And so that's that somatic component that the Enneagram presents me is so important for my personal development. And I noticed that even further when when I when this sort of psychological pattern of seeking pleasurable options is a response to my fear or my desire to escape from my responsibilities that feel constraining or escape from pain right and so again this is this is a, a practice it's like both a psychological practice and the somatic breathing you know of, of coming back into the body and being in the here and now and then, of course, there's this, this spiritual component that the Enneagram presents as well. And, you know, for me, when you are in an awareness practice, you know, it doesn't, spirituality is who we are. And so when we practice awareness, that itself is a spiritual practice. We are now entering sort of the spiritual realm at that point. Um, so that, that, you know, covers that spirituality pillar already. And in addition to that, there are these holy ideas and holy virtues for each type on the Enneagram. And, and the holy idea, uh, you can think of it as sort of this mental clarity of your true self. And it emerges when the mind is at rest. right? And then the virtue, the holy virtue of your type is this emotional objectivity right so notice the somatic language there mental the mind which is the idea and then the emotional objectivity of your true self that's a somatic uh, language there hidden in the spiritual component and the holy virtue comes forward when your heart is at peace right so that is a very spiritual practice right a spiritual and somatic practice and for the type 7, for me, when I'm in my practice, the holy idea that I have is this, this what's called the holy plan, right? And the holy plan essentially asserts that I don't need to try to get ahead of anything. I don't need to try to seek all of these options so that I can free myself from pain because there is this sort of grander plan that I will never have control over. And if I just relax and, and trust into that grander, grander plan and trust that there will be okayness, either way, I can just relax. I don't have to anticipate the next thing. I don't have to plan the next thing. So I can, you know, feel like I, I'm free, right? So, so when my mind is at rest, when I'm not planning, when I'm just in the present moment, there's something really magical about that. I, I can feel myself embody that holy idea of holy plan. And then the holy virtue of the type 7 is what's called sobriety. <laughs> holy sobriety. And um, it's not so much, I mean, for some it might be this, but, you know, for me, sobriety is is this sort of just full acceptance of the present moment it doesn't need more or less it just is what it is breath by breath moment by moment heartbeat by heartbeat 
And when my heart is at peace, when I'm not grasping at some sort of outcome I need to play out, then I can feel into that sort of emotional objectivity of my true self, which is that holy sobriety. Nothing more is needed. Everything belongs. We're just here and now. So my friends, I hope that's been helpful. I hope that sparks something in you to dig into this thing a little bit more. Um, it's something obviously I clearly love. Um, you know, I, I, I could share more, but I won't. Um, just cause I try to keep these things short. Um, but if, if you are curious about, um, you know, what the Enneagram is, you know, definitely look back at previous episodes. Um, I'll be covering more here about each type and what they might, um, you know, what they might offer in terms of your motivations and fears and focus of attention. Um, but for now, that's what I didn't want to leave you with is the, the three pillars within the Enneagram, the Enneagram that serves as a path to integration. Right. And when I say I should probably define integration, right? when I say integration, what I mean is, at least in the context of the Enneagram, what I mean is this process of personal growth and self-development where an individual moves towards a more balanced and healthy and and maybe even more evolved state of being, right? So this, this idea of integration, it's about taking the psychological pattern and moving it out of just sort of the conceptual mind and embodying it in a a somatic level and weaving the spiritual nature of it all throughout, all throughout your process of working with it. Right? And central to this Enneagram approach, at least in the narrative tradition, it's not just about identifying your type, but also starting to use that knowledge for deeper self-compassion. And when you do that, you can have more compassion for others. You can move beyond these, these limitations that sit within your unconscious. Right, So being able to manage your own dominant emotions and develop some of your more underused aspect of your personality or adopt healthier coping strategies as part of integration as well as like accessing your higher qualities right integration is about accessing and embodying these qualities and again you know for the type seven that's that's being aware of when um present moment feels like not enough so i'm always seeking more and catching that okay (laughs) i think that's it for now um if you want to if you're interested in working more with the enneagram through a coach i certainly offer packages where we can dive deeper together and we can use this framework to help you feel more at ease, feel more happy and at peace and free 
especially as you're creating whatever it is you're creating in your life, whether it's a relationship or a career or a business, whatever it might be. Um, that's my invitation. My invitation for you is to reach out if you're curious. All right, my friends. I hope everyone had a nice Thanksgiving last week. And um, you know, as we move into the last part of the, the year, may you um, be okay with slowing down. May you start to reflect and feel good about what's happened this year and, and receive that goodness, you know, like be proud of how far you've come and, you know, write three things down that you're really proud of. And may you really receive the goodness of that. And may you, uh, may you just settle in and accept, um, you know, sort of that, that peace and stillness that's being offered to you and let that be the launch pad to whatever it is that you want to create next. Okay, my friends, thanks so much. We'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.